Showtime. What up? Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. How are you? I hope all is well. So, let's cut to the chase. I discovered something about myself recently, and I gotta say, I'm a little bit surprised, although I'm kind of surprised that I'm a little bit surprised. It turns out I'm a homophobe. And not in a jokey type of way that I've been for, or at least I thought I've been for the past however many years we've been doing this. It turns out legit, gay guys make me feel very uncomfortable. And it turns out my gaydar is not great either. It was a bunch of discoveries for myself, and none of them being very positive or great. Because there's this dude at work, like everyone's like, oh, this guy's a weird dude, I don't like working with him. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. He's been nice to me the whole time I've known him. But then again, I don't really have to work with this guy all that much once in a blue moon. He speaks kind of weird, kind of like, you know, like he's dim-witted or something, but like like an ultra-nice dim-witted guy. I'm like, yeah, whatever, that's no big deal. There's worse. Have you ever dealt with dim-witted nasty bitches? Because those are a thing. That's definitely worse. But then the other day, I had to work with him again. And the way he spoke, it changed. It was less dim-witted and more lispy, if that's a thing. He started lisping out. Instead of being, Hi, Kenny, how are you? It was, Hi, Kenny, how are ya? I'm like, oh, that's, that's strange. He must be having a fabulous day. And then later on, me and my other buddy, we had uh, finished doing a different job at a, in a different part of the building, and we had to meet up with this guy for the next next part of the job, I guess. And then we walked into the room, and we were full-on having a conversation, so I don't know how this happened. But as we approached him, I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? And this dude jumped up, squealed like a chick, I kid you not. And at first, I thought he was kidding, but then he swore at us, and I'm like, oh, I, I guess he wasn't kidding. But because he's a weird dude, because he's like, just, yeah, there's something like off about him and you don't really want to spend time with him. So when I found out he hadn't finished a task that he had been assigned yet, I tried to usher me and my buddy the hell out of there so we didn't have to deal with him. But he was following behind us, letting us know that he turned on a piece of equipment that didn't need to be turned on. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. You didn't know. That's cool. This was turning right back off. And then he said this of himself. He's like, thank goodness I'm pretty, because I'm definitely not really smart. And in that moment, I looked at him, I'm like, oh my goodness, you're super gay. And I was like, "Ah, yeah, right, ah," and got the hell out of there as fast as I could. Thank goodness there was a door there, because if not, there would have been a Kenny-shaped hole in the wall. And then for the rest of the day, I was super uncomfortable every time he was in the room with me. At all times, I kept this guy in front of me. I'm like, you ain't getting access to my ass, bro. If you try to pucker up and kiss me, I'm going to see it coming and I'm going to hit you. You ain't going to infect me with your gay 
And that was so weird. I don't know what the hell got into me, but this guy was offering us donuts at one point. He's like, oh, they're, they're expensive. They're like $3. They just got shipped in from Hamilton today. I'm like, huh. Which again, if I had any doubt before that this was a gay man, at that moment, I didn't. Frivolous spending on fantastical things because of their high disposable income due to the fact they do not and cannot have a family. Not the natural way, not the American way, not the way God intended. There's a good chance I've been brainwashed by American television. But regardless... This guy offered me donuts and the whole time I was like, I don't, I probably shouldn't have any of these donuts. A, because I'm quite large and not in charge. But B, I feel like if I have these donuts offered to me by a gay guy, I may turn gay as well. What the, I don't even know what I was doing. Like I joked about it later to my buddy. I was like, man, are these donuts going to make us gay? But it was a legitimate thought like, I don't know, 20 minutes before then. I can't believe this. No, I can kind of believe this. I was going to be like, I thought I was a good person. I haven't thought of myself as a good person in a very, very long time. And even back then, I was probably in denial. Huh. So it looks like the days of me hanging out and being all right with having gay friends is a thing of the past. Those days apparently died with actor Kenny. I'm not remotely woke whatsoever. I'm sound asleep. I wasn't joking at all. I'm a homophobe. Wait, does this also mean that I think the world would be a better place if there were no blacks and Arabs? No, that, that's, that's still jokes. Hashtag all Muslims. Hashtag player. Which actually is a great segue. I'm not saying that the world would be better off without black people. That's just crazy. I love the NBA. My life would be significantly worse off if not for basketball. And we all know basketball is exciting and cool because black people play it. Have you ever seen international games? Have you ever seen like the Chinese basketball league? Like these cats, unless they're like seven foot two, ain't nobody dunking. Yes, the fundamentals are nice, boys, but it's the dunks that get ratings. Oh, actually, I take that back. It's not black people that make basketball amazing. It's black men that make basketball amazing. Like, you think the Chinese league is bad? Have you ever seen a WNBA game? My goodness. Everybody looks like they've got a broken shot. And at least in the Chinese league, you see the occasional dunk. These chicks, if they get a dunk, they literally get immortalized as one of, one of like two people who have successfully completed a dunk. And not like a nice dunk. But like a basic two-handed Statue of Liberty. But I digress. Yes, the WNBA does suck. But that's not the point I'm trying to make. No, it's ludicrous to think that the world would be better off without black people. But Toronto would definitely be better off without the yearly influx of American black people who come up for Carabana Weekend, a.k.a. Homicide Weekend here in the great white north. And it's getting worse. That's right. Much like Boxing Day, Homicide Weekend has now become a full week activity. Yep, birds. Over the past five days in Toronto, there have been 15 shootings. Like at this point, 
I'm seriously considering getting me a Kevlar vest. Because yes, at the end of the day, if I were to no longer be alive on this horrible, horrible planet, enduring the horrible, horrible pains that one endures through life, I'd be okay with that. But I prefer to go out on my own terms, ideally via a big old meatball sub laced with cyanide or something. Ideally, via a big old meatball sub stuffed with the finest Italian meatballs and cyanide capsules. Mm-mm. I'm down to go out that way, but I'm not down to go out because Jamal didn't like the way that Jermaine was looking at him, and the two of them couldn't get a goddamn grip of their emotions because they were raised by women, probably their grandma, because their daddy ran out on them, and their mommy had a mental breakdown because it's tough for a 15-year-old girl to deal with parenthood all by herself. And so these guys grow up acting like bitches. So these guys grow up with a hair-trigger temper that leads to them pulling the trigger and hitting innocent bystanders like old Kenny. That'd be a real shame. They'd be snuffing out a light. They'd be snuffing out Canada's darling, Canada's sweetheart. Canada just doesn't know it yet. And I feel like I gotta go for the trifecta now. I gotta, I gotta talk some smack about Arabs. But I feel like that's a really, really bad idea because I don't know much about Arabs, but from what I understand, these guys take their killing of innocent people real serious. Like, they're laser-focused on getting the job done. Whereas with black people, you know, you just gotta cross your finger that Drake or Jay-Z or somebody drops a surprise album, and they're, they're gonna forget about their grudge against me. They're like, they're too busy breaking down the bars or whatever these kids do nowadays to remember long enough that they gotta shoot me down, silence one of their great critics. But an Arab will literally kill themselves in order to kill you. That is some serious dedication. I mean, they may be dirty and smelly, but they got a real professionalism that I feel like we could all learn from. Now, I know it just dawned on me, I think these jokes could be deemed in poor taste. There have been some white supremacy bullshit going on in the United States. Racism is pretty messed up, don't get me wrong. I've lived through it myself. It's not a fun thing to be on the receiving end of. Definitely not. And of course, it's shitty what's happened. I couldn't imagine. I can't imagine what all those people's families are going through to be to have their loved ones mowed down so senselessly. But it does go to show you, white people are the friggin' worst, right? An Asian guy will kill a dog if he thinks it's delicious. A black guy will kill you if you step on his LeBrons. And an Arab will kill you if his religion deems it so. But a white guy? He'll kill a bunch of people for sport. He'll kill if girls don't like me. He'll kill because he thinks we're superior. And he'll definitely kill because my sister wife told me to. But I'll leave it at that. You know, I don't know how to really deal accordingly. Like Part of me feels like life goes on and you gotta... You know, try to find some laughs and get through the happiest as you can. I don't But it's not my place to speak. I'm not smart enough to know how to navigate this. So we move on from the racism portion of the show and move on to some good old-fashioned sexism. Unless you're the dude from work, I'm assuming you also do this. Well, I mean, I feel like when you're in a car, you're driving... 
Unlike me, I'm a huge-ass loser, so I'm just, like, riding shotgun with my daddy. But as we're driving down the streets of Toronto, I'm checking out babes, right? And depending on what part of the city you're driving down, there are definitely some babes. Like yesterday, I saw one that was stacked. I've heard the kids say it before, never knew what it meant until I saw that girl yesterday. She was stacked. And by which I meant she had a nice booty, and stacked upon that was a nice torso, and stacked upon that was a nice set of hoo-hoos, and stacked on top of that was a really, really pretty face. To me, that's what stacked is. I was like, God damn, I'm learning something. I'm enjoying myself, and I'm learning something new. Education is the key to success and happiness in life. No, I feel like if I got to hook up with that girl, that would be the key to happiness and success in life. And you never know. You never know. Because there's definitely been times I've driven down the street or have been driven down the street, I guess more accurately put. And I've checked girls out and some of them, what am I saying some, one of them smiled at me one time. And it made my day. She was so beautiful. I didn't even know how to react. I just turned to my, at that, at that point, it was my buddy Shane driving me. So I turned to him, I was like, oh my God, that girl just smiled at me. She made my day. I hope it didn't ruin her perspective. She's like, oh, I was being nice and smiling. And this guy just turned around and started talking. <laughs> he probably said something shitty about me. No, 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 lady. I definitely didn't say anything shitty about you. You're stacked, girl. Any shitty thing said about you is definitely not true. Unless you're a whore and someone says you're a whore. Or you're a bitch and someone says you're a bitch. And those are very accurate things. But anything physically that's negative about you, false. Not real. A figment of my imagination. Unlike racism, that's a thing, but I don't want to get into that again. But every now and then, I'll look at a girl. But for the most part, when I look at chicks, when I'm checking them out, they usually just look away or don't bother. They know they find. They know, they know people looking. And the way some of these chicks dress, they want people to look. I'm not saying they're asking for it. Believe me, that's, that's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm certainly implying it. But then, every so often, you'll get the girl who looks, who catches you checking her out, and then mean mugs you. Like the other day, I was looking at some, I think she was Korean. She was alright. She wasn't exactly fly. I don't even think I was checking her out. Like, I was just in the habit of looking. Like, don't they say it, it takes, like, 15,000 attempts at anything to get good at it? Yeah, I'm probably, you know, I don't want to sound like a total uh, animal. I'm probably just closer to, you know, like, 8,000 reps of this thing where I'm turning and checking out babes left, right, and center. But the muscle memory's there, so I just turned to her, and I just recall looking up and looking at her face, and she had that one say, if looks could kill, but if looks could kind of maim you, That'd be it right there. I don't know if it's ever happened to you. And I understand. I understand. Like, I wouldn't want to be a piece of meat that some loser broad was checking out. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like it if it happened to me. So I'm not saying she did anything wrong. Well, at least not in a way. I'm like, lady, look at yourself. Lady, you're, you're, you're all right. I wouldn't... I, I would not categorize you as ugly. You know, you're slim. You've got a decent face. But you sure as hell ain't a super babe. You ain't even a babe. You should be glad that I'm feeding your whore ego, you dirty tramp. I don't even know uh, where this anger's coming from. I think I got a, a lot of like 
repressed and suppressed feelings about stuff. Homophobe, racist. And this morning, I was watching a, an old WWF uh, clip on, on YouTube of uh, the, the wrestler Kane tombstoning a woman, uh, Tori. And I don't know why, but I got so excited when he did it. There's something seriously wrong with me. I've been living a lie. I've been living in denial. I'm not remotely a good person. But goddamn, don't I have a lot of jokes because of it. I'll never change. Canada's sweetheart will never change. When I say sweetheart, I meant Canada's sweetheartless. Oh, wait, there was a story I was trying to get at, right? I just got, got off at a tangent again. But to sum up, there are super babes that I like looking at, and some of them like me looking at them. But then there are non-babes who give you a dirty look for looking at them. But the most baffling one was me and my old man, we were driving down the street yesterday. And again, I think it was that reflex where I just turned and looked at somebody. And this one, I know I wasn't checking out. Why? Because let's just say she was disgusting. Huh? She was fat and uh, not attractive at all. She was one of these big things that was all tatted up. And that is why my eyes stayed on her for even a remote second, just to be like, oh, there's a bunch of tattoos. But before I could turn away, she kind of like tried to cover herself up a little bit, like the way she she changed her, her, her walking pattern, tried to like make herself smaller, cover herself up a bit. I'm like, lady, you're the size of a planet. Good luck trying to make yourself invisible. I'm like... Don't, let's not beat around the bushes. I don't understand what you're doing. You clearly got all those tattoos to try to make up for something. To substitute natural attractiveness with body art. You want guys to look at you. Dude, that's not true. I was abused as a child. And all these tattoos, oh, they, release, they release the pain and anguish I feel inside. It distracts me from that pain inside. I'm like, whoa. That's pretty messed up. Funny, though. It can do that. It can distract you from, like, that weird shit you were just talking about. But didn't seem to distract you from stuffing your face at all. Lady, you need to slow down. Diabetes is a thing. And believe me, I wasn't checking you out. And she'd probably be like, that's, that's a lie. I have these tattoos. I'm attractive. I, yeah, tattoos don't make you attractive. She's my friend Samantha has a lot of tattoos. And she's and lots of guys love her. All right. Before I, before I even consider stepping into this bizarro world of yours where you're attractive because of your tattoos, let's, let's, let me ask you a couple questions about the Samantha girl. Is Samantha also large and in charge? No. Well, I think that's all I needed to ask. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll humor you a little bit. I'll, let me ask you a couple more questions. Is Samantha pretty fit? She's really skinny. But like, in a skinny, I can't tell if she's a 12-year-old boy or skinny, but she's got a nice rack on her and a badunkadunk. That's cl that's stacked. Is she stacked? She's stacked. Well, I'm also stacked. No, 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 lady. You're not stacked. Your body is telling of all the... Stacks of flapjacks you've been putting into your body for the past 25 years or so. And lastly, face-wise, would your friend Samantha be considered conventionally beautiful? 
yeah, but I guess by today's standards, but but I'm beautiful by like 1950 standards. No, 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 you're not. You're still a porker back then, lady. They liked curvy. You're a bloody whale. I don't know if you have vacation plans, but if you do, I hope they don't involve being in the ocean somewhere. Like, you should probably stay out of any bodies of water in and around Japan, just in case one of those whalers mistake you for one of their usual suspects. And you have man hair. That's like an ultimate sin in old Kenny's world. Let me guess, Samantha also has long, beautiful hair? Yeah, you don't need to answer that question, lady. Just get your fat ass out of here. I'll call up my buddy Shane, see if we can take his car out for a couple laps around the neighborhood and see some stacked bitches. All right, that's it. That's episode... I'm not even going to pretend like I know what episode. It's like 209, right? 209 to 10, something like that. Well, that was a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. I hope you had a good time. I had myself a good time. I love doing this show, and I hope you love listening to it. And for the love of God, if you're a freaking scary white guy, just chill. Maybe take a page from my book. One of the very few pages anyone should take from my book. Instead of taking your hate out on uh, minority groups with bullets, honestly, go on Reddit. Flippin' go on Reddit, get that shit out of your system, but hopefully you'll be one of the funny ones. Make some jokes, not like scary, nasty shit. As a wise man once said, as a wise Canadian sweetheartless once said, make jokes, not war. Alright, you take care of yourself. That's been the Kenny Ho Show, and now it's nap time. Toodles!